0: I recently read Anti-Fragile by Nassim Taleb. There are three types of people in this world. Fragile people, resilient people, and anti-fragile people. A fragile person is like a candle that blows out after an unexpected gust of wind comes their way. Fragile people have a hard time dealing with unexpected events. A resilient person is like a torch with a large reserve of fuel. An unexpected gust of wind might reduce the flame for a bit but when the wind passes, the flame returns to its original state. An anti-fragile person is like a bushfire. A gust of wind does not extinguish the flame. It energizes it. Anti-fragile people don't just endure an unexpected shock. They benefit from it. In Greek mythology terms, an anti-fragile person is like the hydra. When the hydra is attacked and gets a head chopped off, it grows two heads back in its place. We can all learn to develop a hydra mentality and become anti-fragile by cultivating three practices into our daily lives. Incorporating these three practices will make us sleep soundly at night, knowing whatever happens will not only handle it, but benefit from it. Practice number one, cap your downside. You can test your anti-fragility by asking yourself one simple question. Do I have more upside than downside? Is there more to gain than to lose? If a chess player feels that he has much more to lose by playing a lower ranked player, like damaging his status in the chess community if he loses, his mind will be fragile. He will find it hard to sleep at night and find it difficult to concentrate during practice. Taleb says, When you become rich, the pain of losing your fortune exceeds the emotional gain of getting additional wealth. That is, you're much more afraid to lose $10,000 than to gain $10,000. So you start living under continuous emotional threat. A rich person becomes trapped by belongings that take control of him, degrading his sleep at night, raising his stress hormones, and diminishing his sense of humor. When the threat of loss looms larger than the prospect of gain, a small loss can cascade in our mind and convince us that we'll lose everything that we worked hard for. Therefore, the first step to becoming anti-fragile is to emotionally work through potential loss So if an unexpected event leads to a loss, you're not emotionally crippled. Each morning, close your eyes and go through the mental exercise of losing your belongings, your savings, and your job or business. Once you fully process that loss and feel that you could emotionally withstand a complete loss if you had to, you have effectively capped your downside. Now you can open your eyes and experience the day with 100% upside. Now, when you experience an unexpected loss or setback, you will feel as though it could have been much worse, like you imagined in the morning. And an unexpected loss or setback will actually feel like a small win. And as a result, you're not emotionally distraught, so you can readily deal with a problem and move on. Taleb says, When I was a trader, a profession rife with a high dose of randomness, with continuous psychological harm that drills deep into one's soul, I would go through the mental exercise of assuming every morning that the worst possible thing had actually happened and the rest of my day would be a bonus. When you emotionally position yourself to eliminate the sting of harm, the volatility of the world no longer affects you negatively. Contrary to what books like The Secret and The Power of Positive Thinking say, rehearsing loss will actually make you more positive, more grateful, and more ambitious than simply imagining the perfect life. By rehearsing material and professional loss, you emotionally cap your downside and are less afraid of uncertainty, disorder, and stress. Which is good because to be anti-fragile, you must not only reduce your fear of stress, you must seek it out. Practice number two, seek you stress. Stress in the right context and for the right amount of time does not drain energy. It creates energy. It does not damage. It stimulates growth. The type of stress that motivates, increases focus, and stimulates growth is called eustress. When you go for a short workout after a long and exhausting flight, you put more stress on your body but actually feel better than you did when you got off the flight. That's eustress. If you routinely seek out eustress, you will change your relationship with stress because you associate stress with growth. Eventually, you'll get to the point where if an unexpected event occurs and you experience stress, you don't run from it, you lean into it. My go-to method for experiencing the benefits of stress is interval training, at least three times a week, either running, biking, or swimming. I warm up for three minutes, go all out for a minute, rest for two, go all out for another minute, rest for two more, then go all out for a final minute, then rest and stretch. The positive effects of this interval training kick in right away. It immediately feels like someone has just hit a reset button on my brain, and I have more mental clarity and energy. And the positive effects don't stop there. Interval training stimulates the growth of more mitochondria, which are the power generators in your cells, and allow you to burn more energy more efficiently, which effectively lowers your resting heart rate. A little U stress can go a long way. Other types of physical U stress that have minimal downside and huge upside include 30 second cold showers, a few rounds of tunnel breathing, or better known as Wim Hof breathing. That's 30 rapid breaths followed by a max breath hold or 16-hour intermittent fasting. Anti-fragile practice number three, overcompensate. Overcompensation is the essence of anti-fragility. Your body is anti-fragile because when you shock your body by bench pressing the maximum weight you can bench press, say 200 pounds, your biology will overcompensate and add muscle to your chest and arms so that you can lift 210 pounds the next time you go to the gym. If you make overcompensation your default response when you experience an unexpected setback, your mind and body will be antifragile. Here are three concrete ways that I've applied the principle of overcompensation. If I miss a critical putt in a golf match with a friend, I practice a similar putt 50 times on the putting green afterward. A few months ago, when I made several spelling mistakes on a single one-page summary, I overcompensated by revamping my editing process and incorporating a five-step editing process for every document I write. Now I print out and underline a document, read it out loud, use Grammarly in advanced editing software to check for errors, then use a separate software program to have the document read back to me, then I get at least one other person to read the document and review it, typically my wife. In the last decade, I made several poor investment decisions that have cost me. So now when I make an investment decision, I write down my rationale as to why I'm buying or selling and use a checklist of biases to make sure I'm not making a faulty decision. Thanks to overcompensation, I am now a better golfer, writer, and investor. When you make a mistake or suffer an unexpected loss or setback, respond in a way that all but guarantees you will come back smarter, faster, and better. The more you overlearn and overcompensate after a mistake, the more anti-fragile you'll be because everything you do has an upside. You either succeed or you improve. In the end, it's not enough to be resilient. You need to be anti-fragile. Resilient people endure shocks and remain the same, but anti-fragile people absorb shocks and get better. The first step to becoming anti-fragile is to cap your downside by mentally rehearsing the loss of your possessions and your professional status so that you see the upside in everything that happens during the day. Then seek you stress to change your relationship with stress, by either weight training, fasting, interval training, or tumor breathing. Then, when you make a mistake or experience a setback, overreact by overcompensating. Once you become anti fragile, you will sleep like a baby, because you know what whatever happens, you will not only survive, you'll thrive. That was the core message that I gathered from Antifragile by Nassim Taleb. This book is packed with wisdom. It's worth reading multiple times. I highly recommend it. If you would like a one-page PDF summary of insights that I gathered from this book, just click the link below and I'd be happy to email it to you. If you already subscribed to the free Productivity Game email newsletter, this PDF is sitting in your inbox. If you like this video, hit that like button and share it with a friend. And as always, thanks for watching and have yourself a productive week.